settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario, and I am so excited for today's guest. She goes by Coco Butte. This is my friend Cornelia. You may have seen her on Instagram, on TikTok. She has a pretty solid following and has gone viral so many times about her quote, quote, controversial opinions about dating and standards. She's known as being high maintenance. A lot of hurt male egos, a lot of toxic masculine energy are in her comments on a daily basis saying like, thank God I don't date you. She's always responding like, trust me, I would literally never date you. So you have nothing to worry about. So before I get into the interview with her, I wanted to preface this with a little tiny thing about dating apps. And the reason why I want to kick off the episode with this is because I was going to ask Coco about it, but she's like, I don't use them. So it was just a topic that I skipped that was supposed to be part of her interview because she doesn't use them. But I want to talk about them because they are the norm these days. They are so common. And I'm not going to lie, I really don't use them properly. I've only ever actually gone out with one guy on a dating app. That th This is kind of why I want to address it because I want to explain what I have learned as I have raised my standards and really defined what it is that I'm looking for as time goes on. I've had dating app profiles. First of all, I delete them every other week pretty much, but I have had dating app profiles for a while. And like I said, I only ever went out with that one guy because I almost feel like people are just seeing it as like a social media app, like a regular like like and move on, you know? They don't really get back to you right away. The conversations die out to me pretty quickly because it's so common to pull the whole like, oh, I'm just seeing this, you know, two days later. I don't wanna ask you how's your day on Friday and then find out how your day is on Monday, you know? Like I didn't ask on Monday, I asked you on Friday, so now I don't care anymore. You have no more than 48 hours to keep my attention. After the 48 hour mark, I am over it. It is a done deal. Like you are so far gone. I've matched with 20 more people since then. Like I don't care anymore. I always kind of had more casual, funny prompts because that's what everybody has on there. I'm so used to seeing the guys who every other guy uses the prompt I'm overly competitive about and they put everything. Like, okay, Brad, we get it. You know, you played football and hockey and basketball in college. You played baseball in high school. Now you play, you're in a beer pong tournament every Tuesday and you never lose at beer pong. We get it. Like you're super competitive. You're super athletic. Love that for you. I don't care though. I really don't care though. So I was like harding with guys that had prompts like that in their bio that now I'm like, what the fuck was I harding about that? Like just because you look good. You know what I mean? I am very shallow. I will not lie. So I was literally matching with guys based on like their photos and not really taking the prompts as seriously and vice versa. So I feel like I had a lot of guys like my thing, but never even make conversation because they just liked my photos. I made a dating profile again this week. I have a couple people to get back to. And this time I completely changed how I did it. Cause like I said, over all that time, I only ever met with one guy in person because I don't know, I don't really enjoy dating apps. I don't really like dating apps. I prefer to meet people organically. You know, when, when you're new to an area, it kind of makes sense. You don't really know people. 
And if you guys know me, I've moved so many times that I'm always new to the area. So that's kind of why I like get on there, at least to just meet people, if anything. Now, with my new profile, I am getting such better quality guys. Way more valuable players are getting onto my profile, whatever you call it, like liking my profile. And the reason why I want to bring this up right now is because we're going to be talking about standards and the importance of communicating your standards. Guys are not mind readers. So if your profile looks like you have no standards, then you are going to attract very low effort men. To me, it's all about the quality over quantity. The responses that I'm getting are very direct and exactly what I'm looking for. So when I used to just have all like Instagram selfie type pictures and or if I had something that mentions like travel, in came all the guys, every single one of them that had the same prompt that says together we could travel the world. Like go away, literally go away because it's a lie. You are going to start booking flights for me around the world? Yeah, fucking right. Here's what I've done to see a better quality of people. First things first is the change in my photos. I am going less Instagram and more Facebook. And if you get what that means, you get what that means. Like my old hinge had all pictures that you could see on my Instagram page. Like the pictures that I put were all like very professionally looking photos, sexier type photos, not sexy like my lingerie pictures, trust me, no, but like, like the way I would pose or just like the way I was dressed, like a different type of vibe. So I feel like guys are reaching out to me. Well, not reaching out. Guys were liking it because that's just like the shit they would like on their Instagram feed, you know? So the quality of my pictures has changed to be more Facebook style, except for the very first photo. The very first photo is a page, a photo that is on my Instagram page, but it's definitely like the least posed type. It's just a picture of me in a dress and a hat and I'm just like standing up against a door. So it's not really a well thought out or shot like in certain lighting type pictures. After that, it's all pictures that are not on my Instagram. So the next one is just a selfie of me chilling by the pool, not taken of me. Like I literally took it as a selfie and it just, I have a hat like halfway covering my face. And then the next photo is a picture of me and one of my girlfriends. And then the next photo after that is a picture of me and my grandfather. The next photo after that is a funny photo of me. The very last photo is another picture of me and my friend. So that my photos are not just like likable for the sake of, oh, cute Instagram girl. And then I made my prompts way more straightforward because again, let's talk about our standards, ladies. Let's raise the bar here. Communicate what you want and make it known. I never even had on my profile saying want children, but I do want children. You know, that was not something I had there. So now my hinge profile says on it, like want children, which to me is important because if I don't put it on there or if they don't put it on there, say that I want children, they don't, then I don't even want to waste going on a date with you because we're just not at all on the same page. And there's just simply no point of us going on a date because I don't really date for fun. I'm a busy woman. I have businesses to run. I would much rather stay home, work and order in then go out, get ready, spend hours getting to know someone that we are never going to be together in the long run anyway. So I started to put those things on my profile and I made the prompts way more straightforward. So the first one that I have says, the best way to ask me out is by, and I put naming the time and place. I love sushi, seafood, and a man with a plan. This prompt 
has gotten a plethora of men in my DM section thing, literally naming a time and a place at a restaurant that I actually would like. Because, you know, I don't eat cheese. I don't eat meat, chicken steak, none of that stuff. And a lot of guys that would ask me out would obviously ask me to go to places that they like and they wouldn't know that I don't like it. You know what I mean? So I am making it so easy for you to ask me on a date. Let's not waste time with the week of a conversation. You just name the time and place for a restaurant that provides either sushi or seafood. That is what I like. And I'm making it known. Asking me to dinner is what I want to do. No coffee dates, which you're going to hear Coco say. No walks in the park, you're going to hear Coco say. No low effort nonsense. I want to go to dinner. Here's the food I like. And I really like a guy who asked me out directly. There's that. The next prompt says, let's make sure we're on the same page about. And I put our desires, goals, and values. I'm looking for compatibility in a partner, praying hands emoji, and little like smiley face emoji that has like the three hearts around the head. Here, I'm making it clear that I am looking for a partner who I'm compatible with. And of course, you know, I have my religion, my political views, the fact that I want children, whether I drink, whether I smoke, my job, like I have these things on my page. So you have a little tiny snippet about my my values and things of that nature my desires and you won't like me like you won't like my profile if we don't align that also can weed people out and can bring people in that already feel as though we might be compatible and that we might be aligned I'm not saying everybody that matches with me is now going to mean that we're compatible but it's at least making the options less options with more quality versus more options with less quality. It's basically the perfect way to set up a future conversation. So it's a good prompt that can go long term. Like I wouldn't have a conversation about desires, goals and values over text message. It's going to direct and lead to a conversation at dinner. It's going to lead to an in-person conversation. So now that it's on my page, if they're actually reading it, that'll come up up in person like Hey, I saw this on your page. Like, you know, what are your goals? For me, I always ask a guy, what are your goals in the next year? Do you have three goals for the next year? Or even one big goal for the next year? Everyone has life goals, right? Personal, professional, health-wise, financial-wise. Like there's so many different goals that everybody would have. So I always like to ask a guy what their goals are because that will let me know where, where we are at as far as what type of lifestyle that we both plan to be living within the next year. And if a guy tells me my goals in the next year are to go to 10 different countries, then we are not on the same page because my goals for the next year are to settle down. Yours are to keep bopping around and moving and mine is to stay in one place. It kind of makes it easier to know what's going to be the next step with that person. And then my last prompt is a little bit cuter, more lighthearted and fun. And it says typical Sunday. So I wrote being the only person at my grandma's house for dinner without a plus one. So I'm still kind of tying it into dating, keeping it all relevant, but it's still a little bit more lighthearted. And of course, I've had so many guys say, oh, I volunteer, you know, I would love to go to dinner at your grandmother's house. So it's an easy way to get people to respond again. I feel like I've made a pretty good job in the past week of revamping the whole vibe and making myself known of what I'm looking for, what my standards and expectations are, and I will have way less people waste my time. All right, girls, I am so excited for our next guest today. My good friend Cornelia, totally don't want to fuck up your last name, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Before we get into everything, tell us who you are, tell us about you, 
and give us your proper name. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hello. My proper name is Cornelia Slunski. Uh, originally from Croatia, so that's why my name is a little bit different than your typical, you know, American name. Uh, I usually go by Coco just because since I moved to the States, which was seven years ago, people would just, they just can't pronounce my name. So I was just like, okay, Coco. And I was a make. I mean, I'm still a makeup artist, but that's how I kind of started my journey on social media. Uh, I was a makeup artist for about 10, 10-ish years. And my, my handle right now is Coco Butte because it was like everything about beauty. I was just posting about beauty, makeup tutorials, skincare recommendations, and it kind of developed into something a little bit different that we can jump into in a second. Now I'm living in Miami. I love that. And so Coco and I are a little similar in the sense of she also has lived in New York. I'm now back kind of in the New York area where I'm from. I lived in Miami and I started following Cornelia through her TikTok, I don't remember exactly which one came up, but it was when I had just moved to Miami and I was like, all right, let's see if there's anyone I can network with, meet, hang out with, whatever. Cornelia's TikTok came up, so I sent her a DM, couple others that I also sent as well. And Coco is the only one who has been nice enough to actually answer and want to become friends. But funny enough, our schedules really never aligned. And so now we never even met in real life, but we talk nearly every day. Yeah, that's on, hilarious. On I feel like I talk to you more than some other, like I my know. offline friends. And we I lived literally like a couple buildings apart from each other, which is the funniest thing. Yeah, um, but like you, when you when you connect to somebody on a, a yeah. different level, like you don't even need. Yeah, we can hang out in person, but like. Right. We just our, our voice notes. Yeah, exactly. Our voice notes. Yeah, we, we, we get it. We get it. But now, you know, I've been following her now for le a little less than a year, but a long enough time that now I, I've watched over this past year, her brand developed from a couple of videos about beauty and then a couple of videos about some Miami insider things to now this whole platform and brand around dating and having high standards. So tell us how you built your platform and built this brand about desiring more in a relationship. I, as I was developing my career as a makeup artist, I started posting makeup tutorials, skincare tips and stuff like that. And with COVID, I just found myself a little lost, like stuck. What am I going to post now? Makeup tutorial? Nobody's going, going out. Nobody's like, it just didn't feel like it was even appropriate at the time. Like people were dying. Nobody knew anything about the virus. So I was like, I'm not going to post a makeup tutorial. The whole COVID time, I was just like pretty stagnant. And I moved to Miami. So I was living in New York for seven years and I moved to Miami in January. There was just all, like a lot of my friends were moving to Miami and we were all talking about all these weird things about Miami that like I never knew before. And then when I finally moved here, I'm like, oh, okay, so this is how it's happening. This is what's going on. This is okay. So this is one day, literally, I was bored at home on my couch. And first off, I didn't mention this. I wanted to start my TikTok for the longest, longest time. And I was, first of all, scared. I didn't know what kind of content I should post. I didn't know, you know how it is when you would try to start something. You're just like scared to get into it. One day I was bored at my couch sitting and I was like, things I wish I knew before I moved to Miami. And I started making these videos. And after I posted like one or two, they blew up on TikTok. And mind you, that was like my first month on, on TikTok. And I was like, what? Is this is actually real. Like you can actually grow on TikTok very fast. All the TikToks that I was creating, I was also posting on Instagram as they just started with reels. And I noticed that, you know, 
whenever there's a platform that's kicking off, which was TikTok, Instagram is trying to copy whatever they're doing. So I knew that they're going to be pushing out reels. I'm always that friend in the friend group that's very opinionated and people come to me for advice and I'm very, you know, blunt and honest. And I know that some people don't like it, but I mean, that's just who I am. I'm not going to change that. I started posting some like general confidence, just like girl to girl videos. And my content started being a little bit more I'm not going to say controversial because these topics were not controversial to me but when I posted this video that got the most attention was I do not accept a coffee or a walk as a possible date option and neither should you so that video got a lot of attention and a lot of the press just like published it all over the place calling me high maintenance and how I'm so unreasonable Basically, the point of the video is that uh, if a guy invites you for a coffee or a walk, absolutely don't go because you're not a dog that needs to be walked. And that (laughs) the only possible option for a date, a first date is dinner. And I also said, like, you're going to pick me up or I'm going to see what you order. I'm going to see how you, you know, act at a dining table. So people had different opinions about that video because they're like, well, if you don't know a guy, why would you go on a dinner with him? What if you don't like him? What if you want to leave like stuff whatever so my answer to all that is that first off I'm not into dating apps and like the whole hookup culture so if I would ever go on a date with a guy it would be if I already know him like I'm busy I have a lot of stuff to do and even if I don't have stuff to do I want to be with myself like I want to chill at home alone and do whatever I want to do. Basically, I was saying that I would not, I was not seeking for dates because I just feel like there's so like, how did people meet before? They met through mutual friends on events. Like, yeah, I get it. It's COVID still, but like, it's not as strict as before. You can meet somebody at a public space. You know, you can go to Starbucks, you can meet somebody in a line as you're getting your coffee. But, and then I also said, you're going to pick me up. And then people were like, why would you let a stranger pick you up? I'm like, I would not date a stranger. <laughs> so... <laughs> I had to post a lot of like follow up videos in which, um, you know, I explained where I'm coming from. And then everybody was like, well, you're going to be splitting the check. I'm like, absolutely not. I anti splitting checks, especially on like the first few dates. Obviously, when you get into a relationship, when you live with someone, that's a totally different story. But in the beginning, why would I spend two hours getting ready, get my nails done, get my hair done? Where am I like? I'm investing my time to like be super polished for you looking nice. And like, and honestly, if you can't afford to take me out on a dinner, there's, you don't have any, like, I I, I just, I'm making enough money for myself. So I I can't be with somebody who can't treat me for a dinner. And usually I was looking for guys who were like a little bit older than me. Like I'm 30. So I would date somebody that's like 35, six, seven, whatever. So if you don't have a job by that time, and if you can't like take a girl out for dinner, you're, I'm just like not in your league. If you can't and afford a date, you can't afford a wife. So I love. I didn't want to say that because that was your saying, but <laughs> I know that you said that. Absolutely agree. <laughs> I, I didn't want to steal it. If you can't afford to date, you can't afford a wife. So what am I doing here then? I'm looking for a husband. And you can't afford me at that point. So goodbye. <laughs> and a part of the video that I said, like, I'm going to uh, we're going to see what you order. I'm going to see how you like if you hold your chopsticks correctly. <laughs> we're just going to study you a bit. So I'm a big, big, big foodie. And I need to be with the man who also loves food. So if you don't love food, if you're a vegan or if you're like uh, something, you have some dietary restrictions, whatever. Nothing's wrong with your dietary restrictions. But I want my guy to be in the same mindset. Like if I go to a restaurant... 
I want to order like everything on the menu and like we want to test it, but like we're enjoying this together. So like, it's not that I'm pushing it. I just need a guy who's in the same mindset as me. And if somebody see that as like such a big problem that you have a specific thing that you're looking for, like, that's crazy. You're, you're not saying there's anything wrong with those people. You just are not interested in those people. You know, it's totally fine for a guy to say that he likes blondes or brunettes. But if I say that I like a guy who can, you know, hold a chopstick, it's a big red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honey, if you're 30 something and you don't know how to hold your chopsticks and you're presenting yourself as this, like, you know, baller or something, something is off that something is not right there. But yeah, so it got a lot of backlash, but also it got, but the backlash was coming from just like low effort men. So I don't really care about that. The backlash was calling you high maintenance. I feel like the term high maintenance just overall has a negative connotation to it. And I don't believe that it equates to high standards. Like high maintenance is like a dog. It's too much to deal with. It's too much to take care of. You got to pick up after it, things like that. Whereas every human being is entitled to their own personal standards. Some people have low standards. Some people have high standards. Some people just simply desire more in a relationship. So do you think having high standards is anything to do with being high maintenance? So I feel that being high maintenance is not a negative thing. As you said, people do always connected with something negative. But I mean, what would you rather be called low maintenance? No, you wouldn't like Everything that, you know, if you, as you said, like if you have a dog, it's high maintenance, like you have to pick, you have to take care of it. But that dog gave you so much love, so much attention, like you get what you give. So if you give a lot, you're going to get a lot back. And another thing that I want to say that if you're a high maintenance woman, your man is probably going to be high maintenance too, at least in my case. Like if you have a certain standard, your man is going to be the same standard if that's what you're going for. But that's what I'm going for. So I can only speak from my experience. So if, if I love to go on, um, I don't know, a tasting menu, a five-star restaurant every once in a while, my guy's probably... I mean, my guy needs to love the same things because I can't be with a guy who doesn't love the same things as me. I mean, high maintenance. I, I'm like super proud to be high maintenance. And I am. I mean, my hair costs a lot of money. My nails cost a lot of money. Like everything we do as women. I mean, I'm sure you know that all, our jewelry, our outfits, everything like our skincare, makeup, like it's, it's not cheap to be a woman. I love so. that perspective. Like I, I think that that opened my eyes to it too, because I hear high maintenance and I don't associate it with things that I even do. How you just said your hair, your makeup, like I don't even associate with that. You just gave me such a newsflash. I'm like, I don't want anyone to think of me as low maintenance. I get my hair done every two weeks. I get my lashes done every two weeks. I get my hair done. Like I would never want someone to think of me as low maintenance. Honey, you're high maintenance. Uh, You're absolutely high maintenance. I never even like think about it like that. I think of it in such a a different way. And I trust me, I have high standards, but I I didn't correlate the two. I'm like, high standards are, are high standards. High maintenance is totally different, but that makes complete sense. So I actually love that perspective. You don't have to be full on hair and makeup every day, but like you just have to be well groomed and you yeah. know, just take care of yourself just like the way you want yeah. to be presented to the world. I, I completely, I totally, totally love that perspective. And that's, that's so good for, for women to hear because I think women are so afraid of being looked at as high maintenance. Whereas now the way that you're saying it, it's like, okay, but you get what you give. Like, you're going to get a lot. You're going to give a lot just by keeping yourself the way that you want to be perceived and presented out. Yeah. But you know what I think when people say high maintenance, they just think of this female character. They're sitting like sitting on a couch or whatever and just demanding things. It's just so not true. And I feel that if you're a high maintenance woman and you find 
a guy who's the same maintenance level as you, you're, you both are going to give so much to each other. Like I, I would, I love to surprise my boyfriend with gifts and, you know, cute little things. That's just like the way we treat each other. Yeah. I love that. Now you and I are on the same page when it comes to, you know, having high standards and what we expect from people. But something that I notice is that there are so many girls who really celebrate the bare minimum. So what would you say are a couple things that you consider to be literally the standard? Like this is the bare minimum that you see other girls consider to be like special or extra. I feel like girls think it's a big deal when a guy even opens their door. They feel it's a big deal if they get flowers. It's a big deal if he pays for dinner. For me, nothing is a big deal because I genuinely, like I really appreciate if somebody does that for me. Uh, The way I was brought up, so I was born in Croatia. Women over there are just looked at like queens. It's more of a traditional view. So men take care of the family. They provide for the family. Women also work. Don't get me wrong. Like my parents both worked their whole life, but women are just treated with more respect. Like my dad would open open my door. I was just brought up in a way that men do nice things for women and women do nice things for men. Americans are all about like 50-50. We're all equal. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I was brought up in a way when men treat women with respect. They would pay for dinners. They would open doors. They would make sure you're not cold. Like if I'm walking around and I'm with like my guy friends, even they would give me a jacket and here that's considered like oh my god he's so nice but that's what men should do right you mentioned that you're not into like hookup culture and of course things like that which you know i i have been so far removed from for such a long time but part of the reason why dating for me as i'm single is frustrating sometimes is because the amount of guys who are so quick to just say like oh yeah maybe we'll do something like this weekend It's like, what's something like you're going to ask me to dinner or you're going to ask me out, you know, so it's like an extra thing when there's a legitimate time, place and plan set rather than them just being like throwing you a bone, you know what I mean? And saying like, yeah, we'll do something. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So there's this uh, video that I made a while ago. If he likes you, you will know. And my DMs are always flooded with questions about, you know, people are explaining their situation and this guy said that and this guy said that. And it's very sad, but like 90% of these messages I get, the guy's just not into them. Yeah. And they just give so much time and attention to this guy who like liked her picture and, you know, threw a fire emoji at her. I'm like, that's 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 not communication. That's not a text message. If he likes you, you he's going to make an effort to make a plan. He's going to keep in touch. He's going to like show actual genuine interest. Half of my time in New York, I was in a relationship and I was dating this guy. He was uh, 10 years older than me. And he he actually kind of taught me a lot about relationships in a sense, like how to be treated. He he was treating me really well, obviously until the breakup, but he, he was Indian. I mean, he is still Indian. And in that culture, they're really <laughs> well-mannered. <laughs> He was, he still is. Still is, I hope, I guess, I don't know. Um, Like they have, they're like really big on hospitality, they have really big manners. So like he was always, he was really treating me like a lady all the time. And that's what I really loved. So when you're dating somebody for four years, you kind of get used to that. And after that, you can settle for something that's less than that, if that's what you really love. I just feel if he actually has interest in me or he just wants to hook up. I was going through therapy like 
last year the whole time after the breakup and I just learned a lot about like where am I coming from like why do I want certain things and what is important for me and I just learned to see myself as number one and then you know I never want to be an option to someone I never want to adjust my life based on that person and that's actually what was happening in my previous relationship is that I started kind of living his life instead of living my life so I was living on his schedule so like if he was busy the whole week I would make plans with my friends but if he wasn't busy I was just like declining every friend invite or anything else and I was just living his life so I learned how to put myself first and to just like value myself more And I feel like sometimes you do have to go through, you know, a really rough patch to kind of just realize what you deserve. So when I started dating my boyfriend now, I just he was just so easy to be with. And actually, the first time that I felt really attracted to him, you're going to find this very funny. We were all hanging out like at a friend's house. And he, as I said, I'm a big foodie. And he was like, guys, don't worry. I'm just going to decide what we order. Like, I'm just going to decide what we eat. And I looked at my friend. I'm like, oh my God, I th- this is so special for me <laughs> because I like, I just love a guy who takes charge and he, you know, not pushing anything on me, but he's like, I think he would like this. I think he would like that. So like he created even that like silly situation. Like he ordered like a bunch of, you know, bagels and croissants and whatever was breakfast I just love the fact that he took charge and he wanted to do something for me to surprise me with that we're just similar in so many ways yeah your values and the things that you want yeah he is smart and I can ask him a question about work and I can he's helping me with you know the business side of things so so your boyfriend now was your friend during before you actually started to date and he was witnessing you know these these reels and things like that so when you, when you guys realized that you were kind of interested in each other and you were taking it from the friend level to the breaking out of the friend zone, did you have to communicate with him what you look for in a partner or was he just naturally the type of guy that you look for? There was a lot of things that he just naturally was exactly what I wanted him to be. But some things that you want from a guy, I think that you have to communicate whether he's already doing it or not. Like he didn't used to buy me flowers because he just you know, it's like flowers, whatever, they die. That's what most men think of them. But now now he started buying me flowers. Like every time that was really cute. Like when I, every 10K more than I grew on Instagram, he would provide like a little surprise for me. He would like, he sent me a cake with like 40K whenever I reached 40K. Then when I reached 50, he did something else, 60, 70, 80. Like he always does something else. And like, I just saw with those small things that he really, you know, he's really a type of guy who's going to put a lot of effort into a woman that he likes or loves. Um, but some things I had to say, like he didn't open my doors at first. And I was like, um, you're going to open my door because that's what I really appreciate. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's nicer now. I'm just trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're going to open my door or you're going to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just have to, I feel a lot of women don't get what they want because they're afraid to say it and they think that their partner is going to think less of them or think that they're demanding. But if you cannot communicate what you want with your partner, he's not the right guy for you. He's not the one anyway. How could you even be with someone anyway if you can't even tell them what you want? Yeah, so I had to say a few things to my current boyfriend that like I just want for him to do, but 
he has this natural kind of like I don't want to say in, I don't know instinct or whatever he has, it is. He has good. He has uh, divine masculine energy, which I talk about in one of my podcasts a couple episodes back. Is so important because the divine masculine is not afraid to take action, like deciding I'm going to order you know the food to everybody. He's not afraid to um, be the protector and do the things like to make the effort to show you you know how much he values you and things like that, whether it be in a financial way, an emotional way, a physical way, like that divine masculine energy is what women like you and I really look for. Whereas some, some women, they don't even realize that that is what they're looking for. So they don't know how to communicate that, which kind of leads me to my next question for you. Did you ever settle for a date that really wasn't up to your standard just because you had an interest in a guy? Cause I know that there are so many women who will settle because they have a crush. What would be your advice for women who maybe they're excited about a guy, but then that guy asks them on like a super lame, underwhelming date? It's hard because you do want to spend time with that guy, but I I just, I would never lower my standards. So let's say if you have a guy that you have a crush on and he's inviting you for a coffee date, you can, you can say something like, you know, yeah, coffee's cute, but I would rather that you take me out to dinner so we can have like more time to get to know each other. You know, I I don't really have much time during the day. So something like that. Or if he invites you for a drink and you don't want to do a drink, you want to do a dinner because drinks for me are like, okay, we're going to have a drink or two. And then if we get drunk enough, we're going to like try to like feel it out and see where it goes. So if you don't want to do a drink date, I would say, uh, you know, I'm not a big drinker, but I would love to do dinner instead. (laughs) I actually literally just had this conversation with someone today who, you know, I just moved and someone reached out to me who was like, oh, welcome, you know, over here. I would love to take you out for a drink. I actually wrote back because I'm not much of a drinker. So I wrote back and I said, I actually don't drink, but I eat. So if you, you know, change it up, involves some food then that sounds good to me so of course he was like very receptive to that like sounds good to me type thing like i could eat all day you know if whatever he he, he responded like playful but accepting yeah. like that response and i think that any guy who's going to say like is this bitch crazy she'd rather get dinner than a drink like then that's a loser and you don't yeah. want to date that person anyway so i've actually grown to be much more open with what i do and don't like a couple weeks ago a guy that was texting me blatantly told me that he's not good at making plans and was like you make a suggestion and I straight up responded telling him listen when if and when the time comes that you and I are looking for the same thing or we're on the same page you can call me then and we can touch base but right now we are not compatible so let's not waste each other's time let's not worry about making plans right now because you're not going to tell me off the bat to me to tell you where you where we should go out I'm not good at making plans if you're not good at making plans for a first date what are we going to do for a six month or he's incompetent he's like a child yeah like you're not going to tell me as a grown man that you're not good at making plans and ask me to make suggestions so I off the bat just that wasn't even like a let me try to like give him throw him a bone here like with the other guy mm-hmm. how I, said, I don't like to drink let's go for dinner you know that I kind of helped him out I'm not going to write him off but if you're showing me your true colors from day one that you're not good at making plans uh, there's no way around that like I will straight up tell you we are not compatible yeah I love what you said that like you you know what you were looking for in a guy so it that also changes with age and with the life stage you're at so like when I was going through my single phase I didn't really care about you know their entire 
life goals and stuff because I wasn't looking for anything serious. But now, like when you're 30, you need to look at a, the long run because you're not going to waste your time with just any random guy. No, that that makes that makes complete sense. And speaking of knowing, you know, what you want and in your type of partner and things like that, what tips do you have for women who know what they want? Because I know you get a lot of DMs. So women who know what they want, but they just don't feel like they attract that type of partner. Like they keep attracting guys who do the bare minimum. Like, would you say you have tips on like, certain places that they should go or ways that they should present themselves ways to really put themselves in a position to attract the partner that they are looking for. I think that if you have an idea of how you want your life to be, you should just like live that life. And that guy who's complimenting your life, he's going to show up somehow. So let's say if you love to go to a fancy dinner, go with your girlfriend's hang out with your girlfriends, have that fancy dinner, and then you're going to see the men around you. Like maybe before dinner, stop, go to the bar, grab a drink. Or like like if you're looking for a guy who's maybe a successful entrepreneur, tra- travels a lot, whatever, why don't you go to a hotel lobby? You know, if you have some work to do on your laptop, chill at the lobby, do some work on your laptop or something. Just like hang out at the places where you would like to go with your future partner. So I remember a really important uh, thing that I learned when I was going through my therapy is this, uh, my therapist was asking me like, what do you miss about, you know, your ex? And I said, you know, I miss, I miss like when we were going, I don't know, to a sushi restaurant, I miss doing this, I miss doing that, blah, blah. She's like, why don't you try to do this by yourself? And then you're going to see if you really, you know, enjoy those things or you just wanted to do it with your partner. So like, if you love to if you like to, I don't know, sing karaoke and you want a guy who loves karaoke, like just go there yourself first. And then you're going to see people who have like similar interests and just like the like the similar things that you do. But I also think that a lot of women today who and this is not like to talk negative about women, but they all say, like, I know what I want and I, I just don't I'm not finding it. But do you really know what you want? Like, are you really ready for what you're asking for? Because I have a really close friend of mine and she was always saying like that she wanted, you know, this guy, whatever. And after dating a few wrong men, she realized that she's struggling with like some outstanding trauma from her previous relationship or stuff like that. So she still didn't resolve her trauma or whatever issues she had. And now she's working on getting better because we all have some things from our past that we maybe just like, you know, shoved under the rug or something. Um, so I think that we also have to look like deep in ourselves. Are we ready for a relationship? Because a relationship requires a lot of compromise and you have to give up a lot of things. Like I have friends who they say that they want, you know, I want this, this, this in a guy, but they're not willing to compromise anything, right. which I, I, you just can't live like that. When it comes to compromise, that's something that I learned too. I actually took a course on dating and manifesting love and and the right partner for you. I took that course earlier this year. It was one of my biggest investments I've ever made in my life, but it was so worth it. I have to say, because it's not necessarily like, okay, you get on, it's not a matchmaker. They're not handing you people. They're teaching you about you and how to be the partner that you want to receive and so on and so forth. And so, you know, I have my list and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. all this stuff that I want. And I was very quick to write people off very quickly based on, one thing that they didn't check off on my box one that you know and so one thing that she even said to me she was like 
do you feel like you are the most perfect version of you right now? Because if you don't think you're absolutely perfect right now, then you have no business writing off people off of their imperfections. Like there's going to be things that are, you're going to compromise with each other. There's going to be things that they, they don't have, or they do have, or you don't have, or you do have, and then you grow together and you learn from each other and you develop these things. Obviously there are some non-negotiables that's, that goes without saying, but there are some minor things that it's like, listen, if you are not absolutely perfect right now in this point in time, then you cannot expect to receive someone who's also, you know, you can't expect to receive someone who's absolutely perfect. They're going to have imperfections just like you. You may only have to compromise in the beginning just because you haven't like gotten to that point or that stage yet. I love that you just said that, which reminded me of a question I got in my DM. There was this girl who was saying like, I met this guy. He was, he's absolutely perfect for me. He does everything for me. He's, he's like the best guy she ever met. She's like, but he's a little bit shorter than me. And I'm, and I'm reading this message. I'm like, you just said that this guy is the most perfect thing you ever had in your life. And you are not sure if you want to be with him because he's just a little bit shorter than you. Like, are you joking? <laughs> I, I honestly told her, like, did you just, re can you reread? I mean, I'm very, like, blunt with my answers. I'm like, why don't you reread your question? And That's crazy. That is crazy. It's just, girls get stuck on some specific things. As you said, you can't compromise on some non-negotiable stuff. Like, you have to have the same view of your future. You have to either love right. to get, you want to get married, you want to have kids, you don't want to have kids. Like, it's you have to be on the same page, page with those things. But you can't write somebody off just because... I don't know. He doesn't like the Minor same music as you. Tick. Yeah, exactly. It's like, girl, you. I think you can live with that. If it's something that you can't live with, then that's a personal problem. Yeah. Speaking of lists, this brings me to my very last question. You created a reel where you asked your followers to list, you know, in their order of importance to so rate first through fourth, um, money, physical attraction, loyalty, and personality. So what would you say is your order of importance of those four for me number one is definitely personality because you are living with that personality every day like you wake up with that person you go to sleep with that person so if somebody is super negative and he just you know he's just a pain to be around but he's cute i, I don't i don't want anybody who's cute so number one for me is uh, personality loyalty money and then physical attraction physical attraction can be many different things like maybe somebody can be quote-unquote ugly to the world but for you he is mm -hmm. you know attractive so many guys that i have changed my perception of how they look physically after i got to know their personality as well exactly so like if he's a toxic negative asshole no matter how cute he is you don't want to be around that so loyalty is number two because i just don't think there's anything there's no relationship without loyalty. You can't be with somebody and you're going to be scared every day that he's going to be with somebody else or he's going to be cheating on you or whatever. And number three, I put money because it's not money as if actually, you know, spending money on me and whatever, but it's, I want somebody. Yeah. Lifestyle. Is he ambitious? Does, is he just like playing games? Like 
PlayStation every day or something, or he's working on building his career or building his brand or whatever. And I would honestly rather be with a guy who invested all of his money and his business completely failed than, you know, because he actually tried, like he tried fighting for his dreams than being with somebody who has a nine to five and they literally hate their job. My order is exactly the same. I was thinking it before you said it, because to me, I think personality in itself includes loyalty like personality includes someone who is honest and real and and can commit and things like that so these things you know fall into personality ambition things like that and then of course just the physical just the act itself of loyalty comes next and money to me is money to me is not an option i i can't like i did not work as hard to build my own life for you to not be the same way i believe that a man that at least that I'm looking for would feel the same. Like I'm doing this for a family, for a lifestyle. So if you don't care enough to be able to treat your family, then you're simply not, you know, what I'm looking for. Yeah, which kind of comes to your statement. um, If you can't afford a dinner, you can't can't afford a wife. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, you know, I, I always think of it as like, I work so hard. I work so, so, so hard. And when the time comes that I'm pregnant, if I don't want to work this hard, then I should be able to have that option of not wanting to work this hard. You know what I mean? I say that all the time. I always think about why I do what I do now so that when the time comes that I want to relax, I can do that. I have my residual income set up. I did all this stuff now so that when the time comes, I have that. And I also have someone who can provide. I I just couldn't see a guy as a man if he doesn't do those things. You know, with, with this high maintenance movement that I kind of started, I have a lot of girls who are just like acting a little entitled. Like we yeah. talk in my DMs and they're like, well, if he's not good, yeah, you know, it's like it's not being entitled. It's like demanding what you want, but you also have to give a lot of back. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make that very clear that if you are like a high maintenance, high standard woman, you should give the same amount of love and respect and attention to your partner back. Yeah, I always, always, always say like, I expect a lot because I give a lot like I am such a giver, even down to like Christmas gifts, like for my brother, I I have not had a boyfriend for Christmas, God only knows how long, like for (laughs) my brother, I'll like wrap up his gifts all cute. I like got him, I made sure to get him like three presents so I can make the boxes look like a snowman. And like three boxes to put like a snowman like face on the top one. Like I like to treat people and to do things for people. So it would make me feel terrible if I wasn't getting that back in a relationship. So I I only want to receive these things because I know that what I'm capable of giving. You know, the more I get, the more I give. And I think that women like us we know what we want because we know what we're capable of, of giving back. And, and I think that's where our standards come from because it's like, we want to date us. Like I want to date, yeah. I want to date someone who would treat me the way I would treat them. So that's really that. But um, I loved this so much. This was so, so, so great. I think this is going to get a lot of girls out of their comfort zones because I think a lot of girls want these things they, and they want to say these things, but they don't feel like, like they, they have to say it. Yeah. They have to say it. Make a, It's almost December. Make a vision board. Literally make make a list of all the things that you want. I, I love vision boards. I, I just did my first one last year and I live by it and I see how things are happening as like you know the year is going by like things that you really want you just have to it's funny after I turn 30 like everything I'm trying to manifest and try to bring to my life that's really true like when you when you when you 
come to a certain age, you start believing in all these things because they're actually very true. So I think that they just have to be really direct with what they want and they will get it. Just don't, just don't settle ever, please know your worth. All right. Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you. I had such a blast. That interview was absolutely amazing. And I hope that it teaches you ladies your worth and being so unapologetic about raising your standards and raising the bar when it comes to relationships. That's all we have for today. Until next time, girls.